The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This week, the guys, well, most of the guys, and a very special guest talk about movies, kids' food, and music rivalries. Also, turtle or skull? All that and more with me this week on Just Press Play. How many loose seasons does Tom Brady have to have before you can fire him? This is another week and a, and a little bit of a different week. So we we um, we lost probably some of our intelligence because our our elder well, pops is not with us. Well, that, that maybe I don't. Maybe that's we make question. up for we'll it. See over, I don't know. Hey, we'll see over the next hour. We definitely got better looking. So what we're doing the today truth. is pops is out. He won't be here for this episode, but Hannah's in. The voice you hear at the beginning of the episode, she's in for this week, and Hell yeah. Hannah, what's up? I mean, now we're into wedding planning, but I'm excited to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. go. So, this week, we have, I don't know who all went in on and voted on the poll at our JustPressPlayPod.com or JPPPod.com, but we, we, we talked about the death of the voicemail, and LJ criticized me for... The fact that I was romanticizing the voicemail because he just doesn't care about him because he's has no heart apparently. <laughs> I don't <they> know. Suck. <laughs> but I wanted to. So so we had some votes. The voting turnout wasn't crazy spectacular, but more <laughs> more people. Sixty two percent said that they do leave voicemails, and thirty eight percent ish said they don't. But what I wanted to look at was. Someone left us a comment, and you didn't put your name on it, but someone left us a comment on here and said, because it's the 21st century and there are better ways to relay messages, I don't write letters either because I don't have any pen pals from third grade or prison buddies. So that person is a no-go on the voicemail. Whoever that was, I appreciate your comment. That was that was pretty good. That person shares a brain with me. Yeah, well, luckily, Hannah is with me on the right side of voicemails and we do we do enjoy <laughs> leaving and receiving voicemails. They're fun. Fair enough, fair enough. The the numbers show that you guys win, but I'm not happy and, about it. And we'll have a, we'll have another another poll question for this week. We'll get into it a little bit, but basically it, it's about food, so Labot stay 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 in stay in with us. <laughs> you enjoy enjoy our poll question. But <laughs> I wanted to get to real quick before we get to the best and worst, LJ. I, there's a picture, and we'll put it in the show notes, but a picture kind of was uh, 
making the rounds on Twitter this weekend from the Sports Illustrated vault of it was LeBron James at the 2002 McDonald's yeah. All-American game. Yeah. And yeah. the picture kind of sparked intrigue on Twitter for a few reasons. One was it showed it showed a bunch of different it had different players from that All-American game and people were saying, "Can you even name anybody in this picture?" There was LeBron was the guy he was dunking the ball and then there was Chris Paul in the background, and then the other people you may could name if you're a hardcore NBA fan. If not, I will not be able would. to. I named Kendrick Perkins is in it, and I could okay. tell that was I'm, him. The I others could I couldn't recognize. tell. Okay, I couldn't tell anyone else in there. And Bill Simmons even was like, "I don't. I know two of the three of the guys in this picture. I don't know. I can't tell you who the other ones are." Yeah. So there was that, and then it also. Uh, led to people talking about just LeBron and the fact that he's still going in year 15. Like Ryan Rosillo said off that stemming off that picture that from just a fun fact in the end of 2003 draft class, when LeBron was picked first overall, there were 29 first round picks. 25 of those are no longer in the league. And LeBron is still the best player in the NBA. Yeah. Going even further, the last time LeBron wasn't in the NBA Finals, this if if he makes it, if he wins his Game Seven on a Sunday night, then he will be he'll be in the Finals for I think it's an eighth straight year, eighth or ninth. I don't know. He's been in the Finals every year, but the last time LeBron was not in an NBA Finals, seventy eight percent of all of the NBA players, the current players in the league, had not even made their NBA debut. Wow. So this guy's been wow. in, the, in the finals longer than most Holy of these guys have been God. in the league. So that just tells you how long Jeez. he's been been at a pretty high level. But that's not what we found interesting, LJ. What, <laughs> what, what was interesting to us is, and I wish he was here. We'll talk about this on Tuesday. But yeah, the sure. shoes LeBron was wearing were some red and white Reeboks. And they yep. were, I didn't realize this, at, obviously, at the time. I guess I didn't pay attention. But they were these same shoes that Pops used to lace up when yep. he would go to the to the local yep. gym and play with his buddies. Every and time. That had to be when I, I, I don't know, I, I think I was around 10-ish. So that had to be. Right at 2002-2003, so I think Le- yeah. I think LeBron and Dad were hooping in the same pair of shoes. Like I want to say, if you've ever wondered how you got to be a bit of a sneakerhead, it's genetic. <laughs> I guarantee you. Well, and I've heard I've heard Mom talk about. It. She goes, "Oh my God, your dad wastes like that. That doesn't waste money. He he, he keeps a he keeps an idea uh, uh, an idea of his funds and where he's allocating his different different funds towards and shoes were one thing that he will spend some money on yeah. and yeah. it just it just proved that it just put that point home when i realized that my my man was wearing the same shoes that king james was wearing back in 2003 yeah. don't don't you dare and, put the ac up to 73 but <laughs> but, but, some, but if there's some <laughs> badass badass jordans out there let me let yeah. me go cop them things for sure so, yeah so I didn't realize, but Pops is a little bit of a sneakerhead. I just I, I yep. found that freaking awesome. Yep. And that's the first yep. thing I realized was those look like the same shoes that Dad used to <laughs> never wear anywhere but the gym. So. Yep. Yep. But, well, I have a question. If I if yeah. I want to hear uh, more about how Game Seven goes, is there a place that I can do that? Well, actually, interestingly, <laughs> that you would ask. So we're not going to get too much into the NBA talk. We actually got blessed. Luckily. One of my, we'll get into the best and worst of the week, but one of my best is that I was 100% wrong 
and the Rockets and Warriors are going to, they're in game six, about to play tonight. Uh, Chris Paul's not playing, so they'll probably end up going to game seven. But that means we will get game seven in both the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Winners will determine who goes to the finals, obviously. So me and Pops will be recapping all of the conference finals and then hitting a little uh, deep dive into what we think is going to happen in the finals. And that'll come out Thursday morning. Also happens to be the day that the finals starts later that night. So we will get you everything you need to know about the finals on Thursday. But... As you know, as you're listening to this, we have... Spoiler alert, Pops is going to talk about spacing. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably talk about <laughs> spacing. Maybe whether or not the GOAT is still playing <laughs> or if he played back in the 90s. We don't know. And and I heard that somebody that's going to be on the show might have called Kevin Durant over Greg Oden. Uh, I don't, I don't know, know, but it might <laughs> we'll have see. come up. <laughs> but that's all coming Thursday. But you're about to get... Today, we have a fun episode stacked with you. We're going to get into... Me, LJ, and Hannah are going to get into some some cartoons, some Disney movies, hip hop, hip hop beat. We're about to get into everything, so this we got a fun one <laughs> set up. But yeah. let's go ahead and get a start out how we always do. L, best and worst of the week. So actually, no, LJ, take a seat. I want to hear Hannah's best of the week. <laughs> That's good. Um, so my best of the week, I got new. I went to the eye doctor on Monday, and um, because my prescription was hella old, like. Three years old. I probably ought to go. And, I'm, um, I'm in the same boat. I probably ought to go to the eye doctor soon. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. I know you're fine. I went, though, and the eye doctor was like, yeah, you need new glasses. And he said, yes, I know. But I, that's why I'm here. But, um, Thank you for pointing but yeah, out the so I got new. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> so I went, but I, they said it'll, you'll get your new glasses in like 10 to 14 days. I was like, okay, that's fine. That was Monday. They called yesterday and said that my glasses will be in, they're in now and I can pick them up tomorrow. So today I went to pick them up and I can now see. So that's yeah. nice. So your, your vision, <laughs> the fact that you can actually see now, that, that is the best. Yeah. It well, helps, yeah. And I will say, I remember the first day I got glasses where I was counting the little diamonds in a basketball yes. net. And I was counting the leaves <laughs> on trees. I know exactly how you feel right now. It is, I totally it's wild. It. It's, that is you, know, you know, the best comparison I have to the first day you put glasses on, it's like when they came out with HD and dad got the first HD yes. television yes. and you're like, this is what yes. other people see. I know. Yeah. This is what it's supposed to look like. That's what I was. Yeah. And so I was actually, I was watching some uh, NHL highlights recently from like way back in the day. And it is, I cannot believe that people watch that game before HD. How? There's no you way can't you can see, see the anything going on. You can't see the puck. No. Like, I don't understand. I don't oh watch much God. hockey as is now. I will say I'm not, we're not going to get into it too much today, but the Stanley cups, starts today or i think it starts this weekend and there's not much better in sports than the championship in hockey it's really fun but i'm with you yeah, lj it is super fun. how the hell do they watch that in standard def you can't yeah. see the puck yeah yeah <laughs> all right l what do you got for your best of the week this week well i got two things first okay. off i am recording uh, a podcast which is my favorite job that i have right um Same. sitting right next to the most beautiful woman in the world and uh, her super great glasses are really cute. So, um, so that's, Shout that's out number to one Hannah. of my best of the week. <laughs> um, and then uh, I miss you, Dad. I but yeah, but, we miss you, sorry, Pops. But, but we got some. We, we, yeah, we got some pretty good company <laughs> without you. Um, and then number two, I was just uh, I don't spend any time on Twitter, but like I got a notification 
that uh, uh, a Chesney and a Will were road tripping and were rocking the JPP podcast. And uh, and that made me super happy. And then also, I don't know who you are, Burr, but you are Shout awesome. You make me laugh all the time. Uh, and I appreciate you sticking up for us when everybody's talking good about us. Let's that's a Yep. I just <laughs> I enjoyed Twitter for the last week. Shout so. out. Shout out to Burr. David, my boy Will, and and Chesney, man, I, I that was that made yeah. my heart a little happy to see some people, out, some just yeah, press players too. out me there. Me too. Me too. So my best is going to transition a little bit. I know. I think uh, Hannah may like this. This my best is Hannah's beloved 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan, who has turned this sucker around in San Francisco. Yeah, true that. True that. Earlier this week. Chris Sims, LJ, do you remember Chris Sims, former Longhorn, played in the NFL, backup yeah. quarterback for a while? Yeah. I think started a little bit. But Chris Sims, who's most, he's really the most well known because he ruptured his spleen in a game and played through it, which is. Yes. Wow. But uh, I would never. Crazy. Yeah. So on, he's a former, he's a former quarterback, played with and under Mike, or Kyle Shanahan and Mike Shanahan's staff. So he's, and, and him and Shanahan are good friends. They actually, Fun fact, have matching tattoos on their calves. What? I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, they're like best friends, That's and awesome. one night they got matching tattoos. But the other day on a podcast, he pointed out that uh, Kyle Shanahan's son is named after none other than Dwayne Michael Carter, also known as Lil Wayne. Apparently, Kyle oh, Shanahan no. was huge huge little Wayne fan and that's all he would play. He was he was one of those people he said oh, at parties would always play he had to have the mic. He had to have the aux cord like we talked about last week. And it was yeah, always yeah. little Wayne and I don't know anyone who doesn't know a bunch of little Wayne. His best album to me is probably the Carter 3, but right followed by the Carter 2, the Carter. He's known for the Carters and and so Kyle Shanahan's son is named Carter after Dwayne Carter, yeah. Little Wayne. So I thought that was just cool Very to me, cool. and I was like, Kyle Shanahan already is killing it as a really good coach, and Jimmy GQ is his quarterback. But and now his son's name after Little Wayne. I, so I'm and, I'm with Hannah picking up picking up O Lyman to pick up Jimmy GQ. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about the 49ers, and now I'm even more so thinking about the the fireman that's on the sideline. <laughs> the fireman on the <laughs> sideline, man. If I wasn't, I'm, I mean, I'm a Cowboys thick and thin. But if I was a new a new <laughs> NFL fan looking for, I don't think there's many new NFL fans. There's there's a lot they're doing to their product. But <laughs> if if I was a if I was a person looking for a new team, man, the 49ers are in a good spot, Hannah. I think I think you got some bright mm-hmm. road ahead of you. Yeah. I mean, your quarterback's yeah, undefeated. Been through some. He's never lost. <laughs> true, true. That's true. When I would say <laughs> Hannah has followed the 49ers from uh from the moment that they lost the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Until now, and so it has been a rough go. Yeah, ever, yes, it looked pretty <laughs> hopeless for a while. Ever since I've known <laughs> Hannah as a as a Forty Nine er fan, it hasn't been the good Forty Nine er times. It's been the it's been the tough <laughs> <No>. ones. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hannah, do you no, have they're a? Dear. They're due. Do you have a? Besides, what, your worst doesn't have to be the Forty Nine ers before Kyle Shanahan got there. But do you have a? Do you uh-huh. have a worst of the week? <laughs> um, I do. I mean, it's also one of the best things that's happening right now. But um. Wedding planning's hard and wedding stress sucks. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so that's like the worst. Because right now we're at a place now where I don't have a ton going on, which I did it on purpose because our wedding's in like 30 days, um, less than that, I think. But so I don't have a ton going on. So now the only thing I really need to focus on is wedding stuff. But it is all like piled on. 
it's not behind per se, but it's just a lot. <laughs> just just a lot, but, a lot yeah. of stuff on the plate, yeah. right? Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, but it's exciting. So I hate to say, oh, wedding's the worst. That's my worst of the week. Because it's not, but it is. But the stress well, surrounded by you're, it. You're yeah. accounting for all kinds. I mean, there's just so much stuff that you're accounting for. I get you. I get you. That's I, I don't like, I like planning to an extent, but you're planning for more than just you. You're planning for a ton of people. Yeah. You have, and you're accountable for a yeah. lot of other people Maybe. that you can't really control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, well, Absolutely. maybe. We don't know. That's another thing. We don't know. Who's... Well, how many people have we got in uh, RSVP? RSVP'd 47. Out of out 200, 200 invitations? There's a big swing there of who may or may not be. Yeah. Big unknown there. We might have 200 people show up. We might have 40. We might so. have 40. <laughs> there's a little yeah. gap. In, there's uh, a discrepancy in the numbers there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. LJ, but, LJ, what know, do you? I'm so. sure. I'm sure Hannah's carrying the bulk of the uh, the the wedding planning. <laughs> I'm sure you're doing some, but yeah, I've done some work. I'm, I'm working he's hard, working. but yeah. But no, she's definitely carrying the bulk of the stress too. I the, we we've definitely had a lot of conversations where it's like. It's fine. We'll take care of it the day of, and she's like, <laughs> "We cannot take care of it the day of." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets a little heated. <laughs> what 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 is what is your worst of the week, yo? All right, well, my worst is completely unrelated. Uh, so uh, I I don't think I'd shock anybody in this room, and I don't think I'd shock anybody at all that I was pretty into esports, especially StarCraft back in the day. Yeah. Um, it was a big game for me, and uh, essentially the Al Michaels of that sport uh, passed away from cancer this past week. I saw that, and it's very difficult. Uh, Total biscuit. Uh, yeah, uh, it bothered me. Um, it, I'm, you know, it's not like that big of a deal to me emotionally, but it is like, you know, the world lost something special. So I feel bad about that. And I feel bad for his wife who he's had cancer for probably six years now. Yeah. And so, you know, this has been a, this has been a ticking time bomb and I feel terrible for her. Um, so that's my, yeah, worst of the week. and I'm glad I'm, I'm actually glad you pulled it out because I, I saw that news and I didn't it didn't like hit home with me because I didn't really keep up with esports, yeah. but it is something when you don't realize how connected you become to some of these these guys like Marv Albert and 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 yeah. Al Michaels guys who call games for years. I mean they're they're part of your memory of like football is one of my I love watching football. I've been watching it my whole life and ever since yeah. I can remember Al Michaels has been calling it. So anyone with esports ever since they can remember. Total Biscuits been calling it and they become, they, they become stitched into your memory and life. Yeah. And it's a big, I mean, it's death sucks as it is. I mean, I yeah. think, but I think I'll try to find a highlight reel to put on our website because like his, his call, he was the most exciting commentator in all of esports, in my opinion. So, you know, well, uh, his, his memory, I hope it lasts for a long time. I, and I, and, um, and, the and I'm he's sure done, he's done a lot of good. So I'm sure he's happy to see where esports e is blow. I mean, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. So, and, and he was there from the start. It so, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, my what's your worst? My worst is gonna is gonna stay in sports. We're gonna go, and it's, this is just quick. Just injuries, man. In in the in the yeah. NFL or in the NBA playoffs, we've had Kevin Love just got, he got a concussion in Game Six of the Cavaliers Celtics game, Ugh. and it was it wasn't sure what it is, but now he's entered into concussion protocol. It was actually interesting. I was wondering what they would do because clearly. It looked like concussion. He hit his head and he missed the rest of the game. So I think it was pretty. It was obvious that it was a concussion, and you were interested to yeah. see what does the NBA do because they didn't announce it was a concussion in the game, and obviously the Cavaliers wanted to play seven. So 
would they ignore that it was a concussion and try to just say, oh, no, it's all good and let them play when we've clearly learned that that's a dangerous thing to do? Or would they treat it the way it should be? And they, I'll give NBA yeah. the credit. They are, he's not going to play because he's in concussion protocol and he has to clear that. And you can't clear that in three days. You just can't. And I'm surprised to say once again, uh, uh, one point for NBA, zero points for NFL. And Um, so, so LeBron, that means now LeBron is going into game seven against the Celtics with his second best player being 37 year old Kyle Korver. If you would have told me (laughs) that a year ago, I would have said you're an idiot. So Good luck. I, honestly, if you would have told me Kyle Korver was playing a year ago, I probably would have called <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. <immediately>. So, <laughs> good. Good luck to to the Cavs. But and then in the East or in the Western Conference, Chris Paul and the Rockets have been awesome. They've for they they've actually got the Warriors on the brink of elimination. They're up three two heading into Game Six tonight. And Chris yeah. Paul at the very end of the game, after playing amazingly, like he has played his butt off and. He's had the mantra for a while now of the guy who can't get done the big game when really it wasn't his fault. It was just guys got injured or they played a better team. And now they're finally playing big, and he's coming up huge in big moments. And right there at the end, he went up for a layup in game five, and you could tell as soon as he got done, he, he reached back for his hamstring. And the guy didn't even get back on defense with 50 seconds left. So you know a competitor like yeah. Chris Paul, if he's not getting back and then checks himself out of a game with 40 seconds left – that it's probably pretty yeah. bad and he's not playing tonight in game six. And he says he's going to be good for game seven, but a pulled hamstring doesn't heal in three days. I don't know. Yeah. It's just rough. injuries rough. suck. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll yeah. see what happens, but that's, that's just my worst is injuries. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's the, the one thing that makes sports awful is I want to see the best players at their best playing every single game. And I hate to see an injury. I don't care if they're, I don't care if you're a Raider. Yeah, that's fine. And that's where you and dad are um, on the same boat is uh, he's mentioned this before. And I think I agree with y'all is even if it's a team I'm rooting for and it's the guy we're going against, I'd rather beat you with, I don't, if I'm the Warriors, I want to beat you with Chris Paul. I don't want to beat you. Yeah. Like yeah. left-handed. Yeah. I want to beat you Absolutely. the best you are. And that, it just, Absolutely. as a viewing fan, the NBA is actually after it took a lot of, a lot of blowouts in these playoffs, but we finally get what we want. And, we went in this weekend with the best team, the Warriors, on the brink of elimination, yeah. and the best player, LeBron, on the brink of elimination. And now we got yeah. injuries that are going to determine maybe who wins. That just sucks. But yeah, it does. Let's move on. Let's go to something much more fun and easier. So this week, and I think you may have, you you guys may have seen it. There's a guy on Twitter pointing out little known facts about different movies, yeah. and specifically one that there was a couple of different ones that caught my eye and it was, I'll put the link out there so people can follow it. But there was one about the star Wars scroll, how they do before the movies and how back in the day that took a lot of time to get that created. Yeah. And then different things about Jurassic park. And then there was one about Lion King, which really caught my eye. Cause to me, that's like my favorite childhood movie, I think of all time. So Zazu, the, the, the parrot is on Mufasa's shoulder and he, they're talking about Scar, who, as you may remember, was the evil brother, evil cousin. Uncle, he's, yes. He's, he's uncle. Mufasa's, Mufasa's brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah. Evil yeah. uncle. Yeah, Mufasa's brother. Zazu says, Scar would make a handsome rug. And then, that was in 1994. In 1997, Hercules, also, I think it's my second favorite cartoon <laughs> of all time. You can see Hercules throws off. He has like... 
he has like something on him and he throws this thing, a pelt down, like it's going to be a rug. And it's clearly 100% scar. even has the scar. And it was just like, whoa, my mind (laughs) was just absolutely blown. And it just, this guy said he figured out about this by listening to a ton of interviews and watching Disney shows way too much and getting lost on the dark, dark ages of the interweb. And I just, I know I have another, LJ, you liked uh, Simba, or you liked Lion King and Hercules, but I know Hannah's with me on some Disney cartoon lover stuff. So, oh yes, I. What What do you think? My um, so those finding like Easter eggs and things like that in in movies is like something that I do as a pastime, and I actually it was really easy for me to go through a list, and I have way too many to talk about here. But <laughs> so there's a couple of my favorites are um in Disney specifically. Hercules and Ariel are related. Let me just start from the beginning. Yeah, let's. No, so, I want to know this in very great detail. Yeah. I don't know so, what the yeah, hell I'm, you're I'm talking very about. Intrigued, so. <laughs> so, so Poseidon in in mytho- in the mythology. So Poseidon and Zeus are brothers, correct? Yeah. Um. Okay. So Poseidon is the father of Triton, which is Ariel's father, and Zeus is Hercules's father. So. Right. So that means that Triton, King Triton and Hercules are cousins. And which actually in the article that I read, they said that Hercules was Ariel's uncle, which is false. They're actually um, Ariel and Hercules are like first cousin or second cousins once removed or something like that. But they are related. Um, so it's almost like a, a George Michael Blue thing. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> kind of, yeah. We have a little... <laughs> It's legal in the sea, baby. (laughs) So, so, so there's that, which is really cool. Um, and Disney and Pixar do this great thing of just, they're really proud of everything they create and they put, they put their, um, images from previous films in and TV shows in things that they're currently Mm -hmm. working on. So jumping back to little mermaid in the first scene where King Triton, like, gets everyone to gather for the big singing thing at the beginning. Ariel's debut. Um, you can see like Kermit the Frog, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy. Really? Yeah, you can see all of them in the little cr- the crowd of mermaids. You can see them in there. Um, <laughs> I have I have heard that Disney is is known for, and I've seen a few images, but like they're known for just subliminally kind of throwing people in because it's animated stuff and they can do that. But yes, I didn't know that at all about Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, there's that, and then in Frozen, um, they're uh, in their in their big party. Um, someone that we will probably recognize um, comes into the like Anna meets them at the gate, and it is uh, Rapunzel and Flynn. Uh, writer from really? Tangled, yeah. Oh, I did know about that, yeah, because yeah. they live in the same universe, and so they're yeah. having this big meeting of all mm-hmm. of the the leaders, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're in the same uh, the same like world, and so um, she and it's after Tangled has happened, so her hair's all short and cut off and brown, yeah. and she's there in the Frozen movies. So, um, and but okay, but there is something that's really cool that um, Pixar does is they put these little. So I don't know if you've ever seen or noticed um, A113 is a number that pops up in Disney Pixar a lot. Okay. Okay. Like they put it on license plates. They stick it on like doors. They um they put that number in there. And you'll. Okay. So it's very specifically on, um I believe it's in Toy Story on Andy's mom's car. That's the license plate. But it's a lot. It's in about, I think it's in every 
movie. What is it? I mean, it's got to mean every... something, right? Yeah, it, it might is... be like the first. Oh, you do you know? Oh, do you... yeah, I know what it is. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, let me make do you a have, guess. Do you have guesses? Uh, yeah. My guess will be it is uh, uh, John Lasseter's uh, office when he taught at a school or something. You're close. Okay. Who's, I don't even you know who John guess? Lasseter is, so I guess I wouldn't John Lasseter runs to... the shit he out runs of Pixar. He runs Pixar, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you have a guess, Kev? I, I didn't know who John Lasseter was. <laughs> no, I, well, no clue. Okay, it's the room number of the class um, of the California Institute of Technologies where all the animators in Disney went to school, and that's the classroom that they all met in. I'm going to count that as a win. So yeah. no, you're, you're, you're so I think you're close enough. You get a win there. That is. So they put it in like every, it's all over the place. I bet if you rewatched yeah. them, that makes sense. Oh, it is. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like if, uh, if our life was built up around UFIS grads, yeah. then we might have one sixteen in a lot of things because that was the room we had all of our production meetings in like yeah. that. Totally. I get yeah. that. Yeah. I that's, mean, so that's badass. That's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Now They're every time I watch a Disney Pixar work. movie, I'm watching to see where the A113. I bet I would be willing sure. to bet it's in like every one. I bet it's somewhere in every single. Oh, Pixar is crazy about. That I have heard. Yes, I've heard that it is in most Disney movies, and it's the Disney specifically, but it's in Disney Pixar also. Um, that's yeah. cool. So that's a cool. Yeah. To go on uh, the fun facts and like different like directors putting in just ran- random stuff on, on that article that we'll post in the show notes, but in, in fight club, David Fincher Fincher in every single scene in the movie has a coffee cup, usually from Starbucks. And if you go through, they label like five different pictures, but I'm going to, I think I'm going to go rewatch the movie. Cause one fight club's a good movie, you know, but you don't, you don't talk about it. Right. The, well, I wouldn't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. But to, to realize I just was, when I saw like the five pictures, like now, Damn it! I have to go back and see. Is it in every scene? But I bet it's it's funny how meticulous and how like weird these owners and different create or directors and creators are of these. And I just think it's crazy the guys that well, figure this stuff out. Let me let me tell you. Uh, so so one of the things you're missing in this Fight Club reference is actually um, the reason behind the Starbucks thing. Okay, and and it is it isn't a lot. Um, but one of the things that if you really pay attention to fight club, they also, the car they choose to destroy, um, I think halfway ish through the movie is this, uh, this at the time it was the new look for the Volkswagen bug. Um, and so basically David Fincher's stances, these characters are surrounded by these like new rebrandings of what life is supposed to be. And, uh, and so that's what the Starbucks is all about is like, there's no such thing as making your own coffee in the morning. You go to a Starbucks and get coffee and uh, you know, they destroy this fancy new car. That's one. Okay. So one of the things you need to know, Kevin, and maybe our listeners, if they're interested in this is there's this really great subreddit called movie details. Um, and I'll post a link to that. Also, um, they found out everything this guy posted six months before Um and they're brilliant. Another thing, though, for me is that uh, the Jurassic Park one with the guitar string, yeah. that uh, that holds a really special place in my heart because I think that's one of the first times when I learned that fact that I started really getting interested in creating art similar you're ta- to you're that. You're talking about uh, the, the famous water cup scene where the, the, yes, the, please describe the it. cup is sitting there, I guess, in like a car, and you see that Steven Spielberg wanted it to be like time concentric rings. So the rings went from the inside moving their way out. 
And so how did, right. how did he, how did he make that happen? LJ? Well, so like, let's think about what you would do if you wanted to make that happen from an artistic standpoint is like, if you flick the cup, then the, then the ripples are going to come from where you right. flick the cup. Right. So it's going to come from the outside and bounce out and then make these awful shapes. Like it's going to bounce back in weird ways. So what they decided to do was they, uh, they connected a guitar string to it and then ran that down to the bottom of the Jeep, the, the world famous Jeep of Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. And some guy who's probably the me of the nineties was sitting <laughs> down there strumming it whenever somebody wanted to, uh, relay a T-Rex step. And, uh, that kind of stuff is like one of the most exciting things to me is this, it's this both creative, like you're, you're really trying to consider exactly how you want to tell the story, but you're also, uh, having to come up with these methods to do it that are really complicated. Um, one of the things from your list that also I hadn't thought of, but like the inflating the bread from star Wars, um, first off the fact that it took them three months to come up with that idiots. Um, But second off, like that's exactly the kind of uh, problem solving that I that makes me love this this world of creating art is because what happens is these guys have a they have a thought and they want something and they're just they're so meticulous that they're going to figure out a way to make this happen. Exactly. Whether it's the bread inflating or the the time concentric rings like they're going to make this happen. It was so much better back in the days before CG was a thing that everybody had cheap and easy access to. And it's still not cheap by any means, but it's cheaper than coming up with real creative solutions. That's why Jurassic Park and Star Wars are like some of the last real great movies that do this. Shoot. Shout out to shout out to Peter Parker on the 2002 movie where he catches the tray and the objects that wasn't even CGI. The tray had the sticky substance so the stuff wouldn't roll off and fall in when Tobey Maguire had to catch it. It said it took 156 yep. takes. Have you watched a movie from 2002 with heavy CG? No, I mean, not, I, I'm sure well, I if have, but find a way, find a way to find something. I don't know what we, we should like try to, I'll put a link in the notes to some movie that everybody should watch. Um, but like move like CGI in 2002, totally like blew our minds back then. But now it's the fakest thing you could ever imagine. Like it's Ghostbusters fake. It's like, it's so unreal. And so the fact that they had the dedication to do it for real, to figure it and, out, to make that happen and make Peter Parker, 156 catch the tries. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. And that's, that's what, what you're talking about with art. Like that's what art is, is that they, they took like, the director's like, no, I want this damn scene. We're going to do it until we get it. Yeah. And when they could have either had something that's going to last forever and look good, which is what they've got. Or they could have something that looks a little bit like Jimmy Neutron all of a sudden started an episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the technology back in the time was not not what we've got now. And and if you do if you depend on CG nowadays, in ten years it's gonna look like garbage. I mean, that's just that's the world we live in. You know do what? it right and it's amazing. You know what I think's now happened is I am going to in the next month, I will rewatch Lion King. Fight Club and <laughs> Spider Man from 2002. I think those are the three movies yeah. now on my on my to do list because because I I mean I just want to get back some older movies and I want to kind of pay attention to those things now. Like it's just cool to me. Can we talk for a second about the best animated movies ever made? Does anybody have an opinion, a strong opinion? Best animated the movies? best animated movie ever made? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna go actually probably I I love Lion King. Okay. Probably Finding Nemo in my book. Okay. All right. Hannah? That's up there for me, too. Um, I 
Oh, Hannah's, Hannah's this really, is way tougher really than this is a big question. This is a very big like, question you're tough, asking. Yeah. There's a lot of Absolutely. weight behind the answer. Uh, that's like asking that's like asking someone tell me the best album of all time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I watch animated movies. That's yeah, that's my wheelhouse. So speaking strictly from a nostalgic point of view, um, it would be a Cinderella because that was my bad dream movie. Okay, um, good choice, but. Not as good as Lion King, but good choice. I think Moana is amazing. Moana is great, and I think it has it has a great soundtrack and it's female power and but it but not strictly. It's just about love and about um about emotional strength and choosing uh choosing yourself over um over what people expect of you. And I think that's a Which really is good awesome message. message. Yeah, it it's is. a cool message to. Sh- to spread to the young people of um, that are watching animated movies right now. And I, I don't know. I think that's a nice little subconscious thing I to love stick that in their way, heads. The way you're thinking about it is like you're putting the, which is if you can preach that to any young kid, that's great. But they're to anybody that's great, but they're, they're putting this subconsciously into five-year-olds and, and mm-hmm. seven-year-olds, you know, like that's awesome. Yeah. Just to put that strength and that, um, that passion and confidence into somebody. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's really cool. It's a, I mean, yeah. And Lin-Manuel Miranda's great. I mean, he great. composed it. So, so that's awesome. But yeah, that, I think that would be the best one, but I, but I'm with you. Lion King's great. And Finding Nemo's really good. There's, There's a lot so of good many ones. good ones. I, I was like, <laughs> I loved a lot of them. So mm-hmm. the other day, real quick, LJ, I want to hear yours. The other day we were sitting at work and me and a, uh, me and my coworker Andy were sitting there just listening. We we first listened to Backstreet Boys, but then we just started <laughs> listening to different Disney songs. Yeah. We listened to like Hercules. We listened to Aunt Mermaid. We listened to everything. Oh, Aladdin. Yep. There were so many good ones. Lion King was awesome. I, we just like relived our childhood. It was great. Oh, LJ, what's 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 your best animated movie? Well, I got four. Four. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's not how this works. That's not fair. You're the but one who I've asked got, the question. I've got categories. <laughs> Um, okay. So the best Disney oh, movie God. with Disney characters. Wait. Okay. Best. Oh movie wow. With well, Disney you didn't characters. give us this time. I say yeah, I know we... Hannah can come up with a list of categories if you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we'll all agree a goofy movie, greatest movie with Disney character, like Disney, like canon characters. You Mickey through Minnie goofy, through Goofy through Goofy Donald or yeah. Mickey or something. yeah. Goofy movie yeah, okay. is the best one. Okay. Guaranteed. Okay. Uh, best. Okay. Best uh, feature film. <laughs> From Disney, not featuring uh, canon Disney characters, Hercules, best movie of shout out. Yeah, so good. the 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 muses may be the best side characters in the history of ever. Um, thank you, thank uh, you. Shout out the muses; they were awesome. Oh my god! Uh, best best music or uh, animated to live action crossover, Space Jam. Yes, you bought me Space Jam. Remember when you had that DVD of Space Jam? And I was like, no one has DVDs DVDs of Space Jam now. Uh, This is Space Jam. You have a DVD. I have zero DVD players, and I have two DVDs of Space Jam. Yeah, two two Space Um, Jams. (laughs) And then the best uh, animated movie, if you want to cry, I want to go with Miyazaki, but the answer truly is Song of the Sea, and if you haven't seen it, see it. It is about Irish mythology, and it will make you just... Never seen it. Never seen it. it will it will make you oh, feel i promise i forgot you. about all of those and actually i do 
if no one has seen, if you haven't seen um, a Miyazaki movie, they're um, great. Yeah, they're Kevin, amazing. I don't know if you've seen any of them, have you? Uh, uh-uh, Spirited no. Away, Ponyo. Um, you should. They're really good. Kiki's Delivery Service. They have a ton of them, but those three are my my favorite. Howl's Moving Castle, and they're Howl's Moving Castle sticks out to me. They're beautiful movies, and um, they're English dubbed, um, but normally really well. So they're they're gorgeous movies. What so. I'm what I'm gathering is. If you're interested, if you're having any interest in this conversation, I'm I'm figuring out that this needs to be a a snippet. One week is going to be just Hannah's going to come on with us and we're going to talk Disney movies because I feel like I feel like Hannah's got so much ammunition right now that she could be firing off and she's Uh, holding back. If if Disney songs were it was a sport, I would be I would be the MVP. I would. We're looking at the Tom Brady (laughs) Disney songs were Disney songs here. Yes, yes. For the next for the next until I die. Like, Um, (laughs) uh, I I also had another thing I wanted to mention. The best animated ten minutes is the first ten minutes of Up. The first the the beginning of Up is really good. Really good. If you if you make it through that smiling, then you're not a person. (laughs) I can't even think about it. We need to move on. Start crying. <laughs> the, more, the, more, the more we keep Hannah going on this, she's, I mean, we're just going to kill oh. her. Oh, oh man. Hannah, oh. Hannah will cry at any animated movie. I She'll cry. cry. Watch this. Watch this. Prince of Egypt. That's Great so movie. Good, <laughs> All right. It's such a good movie. Oh. We're, we're going to go too long. So let's go ahead and... I want to move on to rat beefs, LJ and Hannah. <laughs> Absolutely. Can we go on to so just recently, one I want to know is rat beefs even a thing or were they ever a thing? And LJ, I'll let you get us caught up to speed. But oh Pusha T came out with a new album recently called Daytona. It was this week, and the album so far from what I've listened to, pretty solid album. I, I've enjoyed it. But in the in the album, he dissed Drake. Uh, Toronto's very own Bad on move. the song, yeah. yeah, on the song Infrared, saying ba- in qu- a few of the things he was basically said, "How could you ever write these wrongs when you don't even write your songs?" Because previously Meek Mill dissed Drake for having. Yeah, I was about to say, writer. didn't Meek Mill try this and fail? And in his every career almost way. ended completely. The yeah. only thing that re- resurrected Meek Mill's career was actually somehow going to jail helped his career. Well, that's a well, common thing which we might bring yeah. up. But. <laughs> Drake answered back with a, a, a duppy freestyle is what it was called. The whole song, I mean, he does it. He does a very good job. And then at the end, Drake seems upset of himself for even indulging in the beef in both of them. He mentions the Meek Mill one and the Pusha T one. And he says that, why do I even indulge in these? I'm reviving these rappers' career. And then he even says, yeah. I'll be giving Ye an invoice for reviving these careers. And <laughs> yeah. Ye is Kanye who, who runs, I know y'all know this, but Ye is Kanye running good music, which is... Which okay. is Pusha T. So Pusha T quoted it and said, send the invoice for an extra 20. And th- this this is why you any rapper should not district. Not because his lyrics are just... I, I do like him, but not because he's just lyrically better than anyone. But one, Drake can put out anything, anything, and everyone's going to love it. until And it's going to yeah. be the new summer jam. So that's already tough. Two, yeah. because Drake is absolutely he knows how to work social media and when Pusha t said go ahead and send the invoice drake literally i'll put the link in he put an instagram picture of an invoice <laughs> to good music for one hundred thousand dollars and it said you're welcome was the subject line and then he cited charges for professional services rendered 
You just you get it's like a legitimate email or invoice. Yeah. You just yeah. one Drake has too much of a following that everything he puts out is going to get too like people are going to love it. Two, he's pretty good at this. Three, the the invoice just he kills social media. You just it, I, you're going to lose in in a rap battle with Drake in today's game. But that gets me to my next point. I guess LJ was are rap beefs even beefs or is this just Pusha T and Drake going hey let's get some. Let's get some notoriety. Let's get people talking about us on the on the eve of this well, album. And Drake has an album coming out as well. And Kanye as well. So all of them are in the news now and they have albums. Let me out. say that if Kanye is involved, it is advertisement. Yep. I guarantee you I can name. Let, let me look at my list right quick. Uh, uh, Kanye versus Taylor Swift right before his album came out. Um, Kanye and 50 Cent. There's Kanye and 50 Cent. Con- oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Kanye and 50 Cent is maybe my favorite rap beef of all time. <laughs> uh, and so their albums came out at the same time. Uh, uh, 50 Cent's Curtis, which has great songs as, well, one great song, and it was AO Technology, and it wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> versus. Well, he went from great <laughs> songs to great song to song that wasn't that great. <laughs> I just want to be clear that Curtis is not an album that we're all going to talk about in 30 years. I'm just hoping you didn't fall as you were backpedaling from that great songs on the album. <laughs> no, but I, I wanted to make it very clear that there was not okay. great songs on that album. <laughs> but the album it was competing against, the 50 Cent said, if this album outsells mine, I will stop selling solo records. The album he was competing against, Graduation. Fantastic opinion, album. The greatest Kanye album of all time. Of one of the greatest recording artists of all time. Not sure if I'm going um, greatest, but man, that is a great album. But yeah. It's it's, I bet it outsold so Curtis, about, didn't it? <laughs> uh, only by all of it. Um, a <laughs> little and, bit. Uh, and yeah, so, but, but that's the thing is, okay, so Kanye was quoted as soon as it came out. Yeah, our album's dropping on the same day. This is great news for Kanye. This is great news for Curtis. This is great news for hip hop. He was not trying to sell the idea of I am better. He was trying to sell the idea of let's sell records together. Because that's what, so that's the, what Kanye does. So now the good he music is good included music and he in markets this. the shit out of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I will say another thing about hip hop is it's one of the few genres where your, your locality uh, is important. And there's one place where Meek Mill did not lose that battle against Drake. And there's only one place in the entire world that he didn't lose that battle, but there is one place and it is Philadelphia. Philly, yep. Yep. He, uh, he won the battle there, even though he didn't even put out a song, he won the battle there because, uh, I, and his album soul sales rose there. That's the thing about hip hop is if you lose a battle, your sales don't drop. But if you uh, win a battle in your local area, they rise there. And that's the fun thing about hip hop is it's uh, if if you're a, a Chicago rapper rapping against an L.A. rapper, then both of you will see an increase in sales every single time. There well, used to be like, actual rivalries, but yeah. Well, and I want to I'll get we'll get to that in just a second. But that, that like Pusha T getting in this thing with Drake. There is no doubt that Pusha T's album Daytona is going to get more sales because he's mentioned with Drake. There's there's Drake fans that didn't even know who Pusha T was. And now they're like, oh, now I got to go hear Infrared. Now I got to go hear Daytona. And it's a good album. It is a good album. I had to look up Pusha T because you mentioned it. And it turns out the only song I've ever heard with him on it is Mercy by Kanye. I didn't I didn't care that Pusha yeah, T was he's on known that. known as the Mercy guy. That song was good without him. I guarantee you. <laughs> so... <laughs> Pusha T's not bad, but he's not on the caliber of at least 
what he's known by, like Drake, and to yeah. get on to to go ahead and do that with Drake, even if you like you said, if you lose a rap battle, you win the war, you make more money. Yeah, but that gets to I just think now that's all rap battles are. But back in the day, when you look at like back when Tupac and Biggie were going at it, and back in the nineties. There were some real rap battles. I mean, well, those were and that was the one. Some that's the one beats. I wrote down is like the the last real rap battle that nobody thought they were just going to gain everything out of was. Um, well, back Tupac then you Bing. might. I mean, there was some real like gang violence going. Well, on. There was, you know, truthfully, you was more than just a rap battle. So, and, uh, fortunately, so Tupac got shot, and uh, him and Biggie were big friends for a long time. And then he got shot and he thought the only person that knew about where I was going to be was Biggie. So I think it was his fault. Um, he was also in jail for another reason. The point is he, uh, he accepted a record deal from death row, which was very against P Diddy and Biggie Smalls. The record deal was not, we're going to pay you money. It was, we're going to pay your bail. <laughs> so this just tells you the different time we live in. Nobody's going to tell Drake, we're going to get you out of jail. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Go back. If you um, go back and listen to like the best disses in the past few years have been Drake's probably. And if you go back and compare those to Tupac's hit them up towards yeah. Biggie. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. I mean, they are, they're different. You asked if, if uh beefs were a thing like, Back in the day, yeah, absolutely. One of, uh, I looked up a few. So Prince and Michael Jackson used to record in some of the same studios every now and again. And uh, they would fight over the ping pong table. And then Prince would beat <laughs> Michael Jackson and then call him a bitch because he didn't go for the ball properly. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would play each other in basketball. But Prince was just too competitive and really good at basketball. <laughs> so Prince would, <laughs> would take it out athletically against Michael Jackson. And then another one that's just like super hilarious to me is uh, Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney were talking one day. What? McCartney was like, what you really ought to do what, where there's real money is owning song rights. So then within the year, Michael Jackson went out and bought all of the song rights to all of the Beatles songs that weren't owned at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and so McCartney lost so many dollars because of something he advised Michael Jackson to do. And they were not friends for probably 10 years after that. And I just think that's amazing. There he is. But uh, yeah, beefs have been around forever. This is nothing new, but it is rare that it makes as much publicity now because it's totally a career maker in the hip hop game. That's all about machismo and all about ego. So that's, that's the main point I was maybe going to go to. And I think you completely laid it out was today. The beefs are, it is, it's, it's basically Pusha T and Drake are high five and behind the scenes going, let's do this to make totally. and 50 cent and Kanye West. They're going, Hey, let's do this and yeah. make some money. And it might've started uh, somewhat from Kanye going, Hey, by the way, I just realized, well, one, he realized two things. He was like a beef makes better for both of us. And then his second uh, ulterior motive was, and I'm also just the best rapper alive at the moment. So I'm going to win the beef. And so it's going to be better for me than this for you, but it also will be beneficial for you, Curtis. Yeah. But Back in the day, and and that the, the beefs are not real now compared to what they were when when, when it was Ice Cube on, going against Easy E. Oh, absolutely. Was There's a great documentary and, on YouTube, by the way, called I think it's called Beef. I'll link it. Um, but but to go specifically back to the thing you were just talking about with Kanye and and Fifty is uh one of the, before this beef started, they would listen to each other's albums and talk about like which song should be the single and stuff. So they obviously listened to stronger and good life versus AO technology and whatever garbage was next yeah. to it. And so Kanye <laughs> knew what was going to happen 
when they released these two against each other. Like there was no question he dropped stronger before the album dropped and there there was it was done. It was straight up done. Um, well and and, and, and now smart. Drake and Kanye Drake and Kanye work on music together. Like Drake yeah. worked on Father Shuts My Hand in Thirty Hours and Kanye worked on Pop Style and Glow in Drake's newest album. And they worked together. And so I, what happened was Kanye got with Drake and was like, hey, you can help out my boy Pusha T sell albums. And yeah. he just told Pusha T, hey, you're going to do this with Drake. You you might win, even though we knew he wasn't. But he probably told Pusha T, probably like hyped him up, said, you're going to win this. And it's yeah. going to make your sales better. And really, Kanye is just cashing in. He's just yeah, cashing those absolutely. checks. So this week, since we are missing our elder and and Pops isn't, <laughs> Pops isn't in our presence... <laughs> Hannah, do you have any kind of hypothetical or something similar to a caution that you can give us? Yes, I do. So let us assume there are two boxes on a table. In one box, there is a relatively normal turtle. In the other, Adolf Hitler's skull. So you have to select one of these items for your home. If you select the turtle, you can't give it away and you have to keep it alive for two years. So if either of these parameters are not met, you will be fined $999 by the state. If you select Hitler's skull, you are required to display it in a semi-prominent location in your living room for the same amount of time, but you will be paid a stipend of $120 per month for doing so. But you can only display the skull in an apolitical way. So which one would you select? Okay, a uh. couple of things here. <laughs> one... I've actually owned a turtle, so I have a lot of input here. I, I, I was going to have a question. Can you keep a turtle alive and keep it for two years? Is that? Well, because keeping a turtle is hard. Keeping it alive is hard. Well, let's. Well, is it? I, I don't know. We it's can get into hard. this. But uh, I have I to. You also have to indulge my, my ignorance. Apolitical means. So it Kevin. means like you can't take a political stance. You can't like yeah. so like if you put if you put Adolf Hitler's skull in your living room, you can't say like he was a terrible person. You just yeah, have you to can't put have it like up there. Hitler's okay, skull with a rainbow around it that says Nazis suck. You can't, can't. do that. You have to just <laughs> you have to just put it up there like almost with um with non bias. Can it can it literally just be a skull? It doesn't have to like have a mantle that says. I think Hitler it can. Skull. Yeah. Yeah. I think it you know, based it on. It can. But what, what do you do if someone asks why is there a skull in your living room? That do you tell them it's Adolf one, Hitler's? One that question will be asked. There's no way someone doesn't ask you why there's a skull <laughs> yeah, exactly. on your mantle. Well, so so do you say it's Adolf Hitler's though? Now that's all. But I'm, because I think. I think that's part of the question, too, is I think you do have to claim it as Adolf Hitler's skull. That's what I would think. I feel like you probably do. That's why you're getting paid the stipend is because you're going, yeah, okay, that skull is Adolf's skull. Maybe it has a nameplate on it. Kind of how I I don't know. I would say that you could probably make up a lie if you want to, but you also have Adolf Hitler's skull in your living room. Like That's that's also like a personal thing that you have to deal with. Okay, well, then let's go to let's let's transition to our turtle. And okay. yeah, <laughs> so it's so the Let's, rules are we have to keep a, a just a normal sized turtle, right? You said not like some big yeah, re- pet turtle, just no, a relatively, relatively normal. normal. Yeah. Well, I had a relatively normal turtle and kept it in its aquarium. The aquarium wasn't that big. Just if you want to know, just fun facts: turtles grow a, according to their mm-hmm. aquarium. So if you don't have a big aquarium, it won't get. It'll grow, grow, but it'll yeah. quit at some point unless you get a bigger aquarium. But okay, to keep a turtle, one you need it's a little bit of a pain because 
I had like you leave you don't want too much water because turtles like to get out of the water and bask in some kind of light. As Kelly would know with her snakes, Kelly, our sister, for anyone who doesn't know, she has snakes and they like to bask in like a heat lamp. Turtles are the same. They want to kind of get out and just sit under some heat. And so you don't want too much water, but that means when you put a filter in there, it's hard for that filter to clean the water because there's not much. It's just it's an awkward it's an awkward ratio between water and filter, not like a fish tank. And so with my tank, I had to like completely clean out the tank because it would get turtles are nasty. They're a reptile and it's gross, swampy. <laughs> right. And right. Yeah. I had to like every couple of every couple of weeks or so take the turtle out and put it in some kind of Tupperware dish. It was a turtle named Snip. And I had to take it out, put it in the Tupperware <laughs> dish, pour out my tank and redo it with some rock, like some, some kind of little blue rocks and redo the water. And then you have to like, yeah. give it time. I like clean out the tank cause the tank gets nasty on the sides and then put sure. some kind of, uh, cause I use sink water. So you had to put some kind of, I forget what it is, but th- that water's the minerals and different things in it is will kill yeah. the turtle. So you have to let it, let it clean the water before you can put the turtle back into it. So it is a little bit of a pain. And if you don't yeah. clean the tank every week or two weeks, it'll start smelling nasty. It'll really get your room smelling bad. So I'm sure. there's a little bit of a pain with the turtle. And so if you got to keep it for two years and you get that thousand dollar fine or 999, I believe you said, right? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a nice deal. Yeah. And the Just problem, under a thousand. I will. And uh, real quick, I know I'm kind of dominating the conversation, but I'm the resident turtle owner here. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> I want your opinion, honestly. <laughs> a turtle as a pet at first i thought this is so cool i have a pet and it's it's less i wanted a dog but a dog's a lot more work and a lot of responsibility a turtle's pretty easy to an extent yes think? yeah there's still some work but like feeding wise it is pretty easy you just feed it every day or if you miss a day it's okay you just drop more food in there yeah. but a turtle doesn't do anything like i would get my turtle out you can't pet a turtle you can but it yeah. doesn't really enjoy it it doesn't care and it's not yeah. soft and cuddly. you can like yeah no you can let it yeah you can let it run around like like put it in your like like as you're watching tv and stuff and it's kind of funny because the turtle is a little quicker than you think and it's kind of a little bit funny but yeah. it gets old real fast there's nothing to do with a turtle so as the enjoyment as that being your pet it's a little lowered and then you have the maintenance to keep up with it. So keep that yeah, in mind when you're making sure. this decision. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is they're not paying you anything to have the turtles. So right. the food they're costs, paying you that's for coming the from you. They're paying you for yeah. the skull. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to go now buy an aquarium and there's yeah. there, the food's yeah. cheap, but you have to go buy some food. It's still food. There's yeah. a heating lamp. That's not cheap. If you yeah. clean out, there's a, there's a filter. And then. If you clean out like I did, I dumped it out. You have to re re rock it each time because yeah. those rocks get dirty too, and they start smelling yeah. bad. So there there are some costs to turtle. It's not like crazy. I was affording this as a broke. Co- I'm still broke, but I was a broke college kid, so that's a different level of broke. <laughs> it's a different and, level yeah. of broke. Yeah, and you went from ramen to, to cheese it. sandwiches, and <laughs> you're still like right. <laughs> <laughs> now. Now I'm on pimento cheese sandwiches, but before it was ramen. <laughs> <laughs> so. LJ, with that information presented to you, where do you think where do you think you're at least leaning toward? All right, so the I think the answer would have been a lot easier uh, three years ago, before like neo Nazis were a thing that you actually had to like think about. Well, I didn't even know that was a like a those two words were used together until here recently. Yeah, yeah. So I think like before Hitler became a celebrity again, <laughs> uh, it would have been very simple to say, oh yeah, I would actually pay to have a historical skull like that. Like that's totally a cool thing to have. 
now I would show that to people and they'd be like, what, what is wrong with you? So I still think I'd take the money. I still think I'd take the skull. I still it's also, think I'd be it's kind a of conversation starter it. with anybody you yeah. bring into your yeah. house. Like yeah. They're like, why do the you have The display has to be apolitical. Like, Here's the thing. The I'm display has to be paid. apolitical. I can be a, I can be as political as I want. I can say yeah. like, look, this is the skull of the worst scumbag to have maybe ever existed in life ever. Um, how cool is here's that? Here's why that I, I have. This? Here's why I have Roger Goodell. I mean, uh, uh, Hitler's <laughs> skull on my hand. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I'm taking the skull. I think uh, I. I don't think I'd be able to keep the turtle alive and on my, you know, in my I, having Hannah would help. Uh, the turtle's not that hard to keep alive. It's just a bit of a pain. You're like, I just it, I really forget have to about clean it. This tank, and if you don't, clean I the wouldn't tank, care. Well, you'll remember. You'll remember if you don't clean the tank because it starts. I've got another thing. bedroom. He has a spare. Yeah, we have the hedgehog in its own room, and I never notice it. Yeah, <laughs> Hannah takes it out before we record. It's fine. But I the hedgehog still alive. I feed and water her. Not so, by my doing. Yeah, I, I feed and water her. <laughs> <laughs> we would have to pay the $999 yeah. if LJ chose the and turtle. And I cannot afford that. Um, <laughs> so I'm taking the skull, no doubt. Okay, Hannah? I'm taking the skull because I think it is... Um, I would just take the money. Now that I don't like turtles, I would just rather, if I kill it, not have to pay $999. But, but also, I mean, if someone's going to pay me to keep just about anything that's not living in or not going to explode in my house, I probably would do it. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what it is. I mean, probably even because yeah. Adolf Hitler's skull doesn't really make me say I'm never letting that in my house, but I am not. It might be different if I were Jewish. I mean, you know, but even then I might yeah. even think I, mm. I speak from a context listeners of a non Jewish person. So mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Sorry, um, but I would think maybe even then you would you would then have like a power over this this monster that that hurts your people. You know, I don't know. Could be, but um, I would still do it and just I don't know. I would explain that. I don't know if I'd even explain I'm getting paid for it. I would just say, yeah, I have. <laughs> well, yeah, it would be a conversation starter. I think I'm actually. I'm actually, I think I'm leaning towards the skull. I think y'all talked me into getting Adolf's skull in here. You were starting with the turt. You wanted the well, little turt. At first, I was thinking but... about the little turt, turt having a having a little having a little <laughs> turtle in here because I've had it before. But they are, I. It just is. If you it, there's there was times I know where I when I had it I uh, I would put off. I was like I'm not clean today or today or today because it does it takes time. <laughs> right. And then yeah. I had right. one night where. I was going to clean the tank and it, it wasn't like a huge tank, but it was somewhat big, a little bit of an awkward carry. And I was going to take it outside yeah. so I could dump it. And I dropped it and broke the whole damn aquarium. And then I was like, uh, so not only did I not want to do this tonight, but now I have to go get a new aquarium because now snips yeah. just mm-hmm. sitting here in a little Tupperware dish. I got to go figure something <laughs> out. Yeah. So it turned yeah. like a little, it turned what was already going to be a pain that night into a pain in the ass. And and like I said, there's not, it's there, not like there's no enjoyment from a turtle. Like dogs, even cats. I'm not I'm not the biggest cat person, but you can get enjoyment from cats. Yeah. You can get enjoyment from a hedgehog. They mess around and, and they get into your sleeve and stuff. I thought that was so <laughs> cool. But a turtle, it's nothing. There's nothing. Well, yeah. and I'll also say that a turtle doesn't need you. Like it's not like we're breeding turtles because people just need turtles, you know. Like dogs, on the other yeah. hand, there are too many dogs and they need to be taken in. Like adopt a dog, it's a good thing to do. Adopt a cat, it's a good thing to do. 
Um, but a turtle's going to be fine out in the marsh that you found it in. It's yeah, fine. I actually, probably prefer it. Actually, yeah, I live with a burden in my life. This is why I'm going with this goal, because I still live <laughs> with the burden to this day. I let I let little Snip out back into the wild, because I was like, I'm just not going to keep up with this turtle. I'm letting him out. And so I let him back out in the wild. And now every time I tell someone that, they tell me that when you take a wild animal and bring it into the home, now it forgets how to get its own food and do this. So I put it back out. I don't know if it's actually survived. And so I do wake up sometimes in the middle of the night and wonder if <laughs> poor little snips little snip. out there, <laughs> out there in this cold well, world. I think a turtle's a little different though. It's probably not like spending too much time worried about like, like a dog on the other hand is like getting very dependent and like learning your right. specificities. Mm-hmm. A turtle, it, it didn't care that you existed. It, it just lived in a cage, and now it's not in a cage. It's probably happier. I don't and know. And probably Maybe bigger wrong, now that it's not trapped in its damn aquarium. So I like to think Snip's living happier. I think Snip's happier. Yeah. But Killing it right now. <laughs> He's macking on all the lady turtles out there. He's oh, man, you don't even know. <laughs> so I'm, I think we're unanimous then. We are gonna, we're just going to stick Hitler's skull apolitically on our mantle. And mm-hmm. and also get that that stipend. How long do we have to wait for a stipend to come through? I'm gonna go ahead and think about my next purchase. Two years. Yeah. Well, no, you get it monthly, yeah, but you, get you it have monthly. to have it for two years at what one twenty a month? One yeah. Oh, yeah, one twenty really? a, a month. Yeah. I'm doing yeah. the school, yeah. no doubt. No right. doubt. Yeah. Yeah, right. no kidding. I'd probably pay sixty dollars a month to have that's it. That's like but, giving that's basically um, saying I wouldn't your internet's that. for free for two years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True. I'm doing it. Good yeah. point. Yeah. Very good. I'm doing the school. So is Great this the question. first unanimous Claustion? <laughs> is this the first unanimous Claustion? Uh, I think it might be. It might, I w- it might be. I think it might be. Because I feel like there's always... me. I feel like me and LJ usually disagree on the Claustion. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe... So when you talk to Dad later this week, maybe maybe give him a little little C and see if we're all unanimous all the way yeah, around. Yeah, well, that, that's... For the listeners out there, we'll have, a, we'll have another on... Thir- on Thursday we'll have a little finals preview recap the Western Eastern Conference finals and I'll get dad's idea what I'll, I'll see if if he would put Hitler's skull on the mantle or if, if he'd live with a little <laughs> turtle we'll see so he might break the trend he, I, might, he, might. he might we'll see if it stays unanimous Twitter uh got on got a bit of a tizzy recently that chicken fingers are kids food or are they not and and I stand with many on on twitter that chicken fingers is not a kid's food i still to this day absolutely love chicken fingers well just because you love it doesn't mean it's not a kid's food food. what do you you guys say i just want to say you don't have to do you think it's a kid's food and hannah do you think it's a kid's food because i don't well i have a question can i have he doesn't leave voicemails (laughs) i don't care about i have have one question that'll help me define my answer is chicken fingers and chicken tenders the same thing uh well I think so, but chicken nuggets are not the no, same. No, they're the same different thing. fingers. Well, okay, chicken nuggets are a kid's food. But uh, Hannah, would you would you though. say that they're the same or different? Chicken fingers and chicken tenders. Yeah, I think they're the same thing. Okay, all right. So go um, ahead with your answer. I've chicken got an answer. fries Very are not the same answer. thing. Agreed. But I'm just saying, yeah, but chicken tenders and chicken fingers. Same thing. <laughs> <Agreed>. Sorry, <laughs> but you go ahead. I have. I have a thought out answer. So well, I would say if they're not, if 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 chicken tenders and chicken fingers are the same thing. Then chicken tenders are the adult version of fried chicken without a bone. Um, I would say that chicken nuggets are kids food. Chicken fries are kids food. Chicken tenders and or fingers, if that's what you want to call them, are adult food. That's my opinion. Okay. Okay. Hannah? I think 
I think we can call them whatever whatever we want. We have kids movies and um and adult movies or grown up movies, and I'm not gonna not watch Land Before not Time. Yeah, watch no, we're Land Before Time. About how we're gonna rewatch? Oh, Lion exactly. King. I mean, yeah, you yeah. everyone knows now that I'm not against kids movies. So how do we define a uh, a kids food versus uh, not a kids food? And I think we can do the same thing, um, the same way we define kids movies. And I have, so kids' movies are typically less complex storylines, colorful and fun, and not very deep or dangerous, and they're shorter than adult movies, right? We can all agree on that? Okay, yeah. So yeah. so the kids' food, um, they're easier to, to digest normally. They're, um, they're quicker to energy, so they're higher in carb normally. They're more fun yummy technically like people are more interested in eating so and they're I more love colorful the way you're breaking this down i love and, you so yes, much right now too. wow this is great <laughs> and then um there i uh, thought i saw where she was going with this and man she's blowing my, oh, my socks so off. much better <laughs> yeah anything i could have thought of this is better um and they're normally in like smaller bites smaller pieces so so i break down what makes a ch- children's food or kids food versus um not a kids food in the same way i break down my movies which doesn't keep me from eating or watching either. Either, yeah. But um <laughs> but but yes, yeah, so I think I think chicken tenders um in presented in the usual way with just a pile of tenders and dipping sauces or whatever and french fries, I think yeah, that's totally kids food. But I think you could also dress it up to be less kid friendly and I think you can um you can also make it more kid friendly. You could use like green ketchup or purple ketchup and like cut like them into done, little octopus yeah. or yeah, or something like that. But I mean and I think, you know, like hot dogs aren't generally a kid's food, but you can cut up hot dogs in a little octopus shape and I think that makes them a kid's food then. Like super cute wow. and fun. I don't so, think yeah, this I'm is almost, next level. I'm almost yeah, I'm almost dizzy by how quick I, I spun one hundred and eighty yeah. degrees. chicken fingers are a kid's food. They just are. I, Hannah's right. There's kids' movies and 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 kids' food, and I'll eat and watch both. But yeah, she's right. Wow, because you don't make you don't make purple purple a one sauce for a steak, but you no. do make purple yeah. ketchup yeah. for a chicken finger. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. I thought I was gonna have like this like mind blowing concept of uh, mac and cheese's kids' food, but that is not even close to as impressive as that just specific <laughs> rundown. Of exactly what a chicken finger is and exactly where it falls in the spectrum. Damn. I mean, as I she as she started enough. as she started, I was like, "Here, all right, I got a hole. Here's what. Here's where I'm gonna attack her her argument." Yeah. And then she's exactly. just like, but "There's nowhere. <laughs> yeah, there's no holes in it. This is just right. better. Uh, screw Better Call Saul. Better Call Hannah. I mean, good lord. Yeah. We just learned facts right now." And there's no argument. This is bad podcasting because there's no but, way you can beat that. No, you should you should actually post but that and say, hey, poke a, poke a hole in Hannah's the, theory. The moral of the story, I guess, is that you can label a, a Chicken Fingers a kid's food. You can label Lion King a kid's movie, but... Damn it! I'm but 25 I, years old, yeah. and I'll eat both of them, and wa- or I'll eat yeah. one and watch the other at the same damn time. <laughs> well, you yeah. can't tell me to stop eating TV dinners because I'm old enough. Whatever. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. The little penguin-shaped um, chicken tenders and the little brown. Yeah, dino nuggets are cheap. It. Oh, I eat dino nuggets all the time. But I'm yeah, the little TV dinners. No, but I mean I'm yeah. I think, and also I think kids' food can also be really fun and 
Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like it's like it I, I love the little the little smiley fries. I remember when they used to serve those back yes. in high school. I, I would eat those yeah, right now if like someone that. would serve oh. those. Uh, you don't like them? I love those. I, I don't like them. them. I don't know. I've, I'd rather have fries mm. or hash browns. Oh no, Straight I love up. them, and I learned how to make them, Kevin. So oh, I'll make them. oh, you gotta <laughs> let me know. I love those little smiley fries. <laughs> I do too, and they're so easy to make. We'll make them when you're here. <laughs> they actually have so in our freezer aisle at our at our local grocery store, they have cheese filled smiley fries. They're amazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're and I know how to make those too, but they're just they're so good. <laughs> All right, we need to wrap up. I'm hungry. <laughs> we are talking about food. I'm about to go get me a Vietnamese sandwich. Oh, dude, um, do it. I might run out of time tonight, but let's go ahead and are, are y'all want to go ahead and wrap up how we normally do into what we're listening to? I would to? love to. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and kick off. All right. What are you listening to? Kevin? LJ, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been listening to shout out to the best game ever made NCAA 06, the yes. soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> yes. So good. LJ. Yes. It gets better every time I listen yes. to it. It's got just for those who maybe didn't indulge in in as much NCAA as me and LJ did back in the day. And I'm sorry to it's you. It's got, uh, yeah, I apologize for what, however you spent your time because I spent all of it playing NCAA. But Atomic Garden, uh, Train in Vain with Clash, Me Myself and I with De La more Soul, than More Than Toast, uh, Kill Your Television, Jeff, oh, yeah, television. Jeff wears Birkenstocks, uh, Jeff wears Birkenstocks, yes. <laughs> Debaser, Debaser. The Pixies might be the best band on that, and it's like the last one I thought of. That is such a good album. (laughs) It just was wild, and I, I didn't know any of that, and didn't even think when I first heard the when I first started playing the game. So it's two thousand six. It was twelve years ago. I was twelve years old, I guess. Probably, I I think. (laughs) I didn't know know those songs or know that I liked any of that type of music yeah. and I just love the game. Yeah. And I would, those, that was one of those games where you turn up the TV and just listen, like while I was playing my dynasty, and yes. jam out. Because you spend playing. more time simulating no other and game then reading the better. news reports. And all you have to do is listen yes. to the no effects back to back to back. That was back when they first came out with the campus legends and they used to make you during like, so you're, you start out for yes. those who didn't play, you start as a freshman at a school and you play, you have they even made you back then you had to take tests yes, and you I had remember. to study for the test. So you spent tests. a lot of time listening to the sound the soundtrack and the soundtrack was absolutely fabulous. Phenomenal. It was great. Phenomenal. That that might be if we can put a picture of of what our uh, podcast is is going to be Desmond Howard striking the Heisman yep. on those. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but I knew you'd get a kick out of that LJ. That's what I've been listening to all week and I just I can't get enough of oh, it. So, so uh, Hannah good. <laughs> Hannah, what have you been what have you been listening to? Um, well, I I listen to so my favorite song right now is um to sing to is Satisfied from the Hamilton soundtrack. Oh. I jam that all the time and oh, she is so good at it. I always sing I can't not sing to that song. I have to stop the conversation when LJ and I are in the car and just belt it. <laughs> it's like um, hey, stop, stop, it turn is, up the music. Oh no, it's not. I don't even say it. I just turn it up and start rapping to it. So <laughs> that's <laughs> just what happens. <laughs> Mid sentence, um, I'm cut off. And then, but um, but two other two, I have two other songs that are just my jam right now. Um, Havana by uh, Camila Cabello. Uh, yes, she, good choice. And it is oh, it's so much fun. Um, you can't help but dance to that song. And then, uh, Perfect by Ed Sheeran. 
is really good too. Choice. Man, yeah, I'm so, with good all. Choices, good there's choices. something about a song like that, like Havana, where like how you described it as a song you can't help but dance to. There's something about when a song comes on and you can't help but your shoulders start yeah. popping up and yeah. down a little bit. I mean, it's just that's like that's, well, that's I, we. I was telling Hannah we were talking about music, uh, what we're listening to, and we were talking about the middle. And that's one of those songs. Um, and I know you had what you coined a phrase, I think, with uh, Chance the Rapper and uh, that uh, the Arthur cover, where it was like that Chance head bobbing Me? moment. Yeah. You remember you were talking about oh, like, the where? video you wanted to make, and it was like, so then the chance head bob moment, which I trademark, is coming up or yeah, whatever. It's just, yeah, it's just the, it's yeah. just the head bob moment where like the shoulders and the head, you just can't help it. Can't but help it. No matter who you are, you just kind of start. You just kind of start at the music. You yeah. just it like gets into you. It's it's awesome. It's yeah. so great. And you got to think that's as an art. I'm not as musically inclined. I'm not even close as you two. But that that's what you go for is to yeah. is to watch someone like really like it unconsciously just start vibing to the song yeah. that's playing. The, yeah. the the notes they're hearing. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, man. The, the chance head bob. That's that's the thing. The so chance LJ, head bob. Yeah. Uh Camila Cabela has the chance head bob in Havana for oh. sure. She does. She does. For sure. She's got the dan- she's got the 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 Havana itself. I don't know all of it, but I know Havana and that has got just not even a head bob, full out dance, like Hannah yeah. said. Like, yeah. I oh, yeah. Wanna, yeah. I can't even dance very well, but I want to. <laughs> yeah, start sitting, trying. Yeah. sitting doesn't yeah. work out during that song. If I played it right now, none of us would sit down. Like, no. it's just not possible. Well, and I like want to do a full dance routine with a partner. Like, I just want to. Yeah, you would choreograph something. I want to sure. do it. Like, <laughs> like, I want to turn into Michael Jackson. I'm, I'm ready to start. Let's go. All right. Uh, yeah. El, El, what have you been listening to? Do you have anything we're, we're, we're jiving to? Or? Well, so it's not going to be a head bobber. It's actually, so when when Jake Perlman says, hey, listen to this, I think you ought to listen. Um, so, yeah, if nothing else, because it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, so but, he sent yeah. me uh, Blake Mills. I don't, Kevin, have you ever heard of him? I don't know. No, I've never heard of him. Okay, so you're in for a treat. Uh, listen to some Blake Mills. Um, this guy, hold on. I'm getting my big chief Indian pad. Get your big chief Indian pad. pad. And dad, I know you're listening right now. Get yours out too. Um, but, uh, Blake Mills is, boy, I don't know how to describe him because every song hits a different part of, you know, my emotional spectrum. But like, I think the best I could do is, uh, if modest mouse had the producer from, uh, Sergeant Pepper's lonely heart club band, and had that indescribable quality that Willie Nelson has to make you shed one manly tear without knowing why it happened, then that's Whoa. this guy. That's a true statement. Yeah. yeah. It kills me. It wow, is so good. Wow, that description has me... I don't even know if I'm going to have to watch Game 7. Yeah. I, might just, I might just turn on the album. I mean... It's he's got two albums and they're is, both is it worth just listening in general to. or is there an album I need to listen to? He's got two albums general? and they're both good. The song that really slayed me, but I'm also uh, a part time producer um, and the production of it really stood out to me was uh, under the underground. It's just got these like moments where he like actually kind of breaks the production and like makes it sound bad and then comes up to these just huge adrenaline rushes that like are hard to hard to create. Um but you could listen to if you just go to a Spotifyer's title or whatever and just find his top tracks, you're going to be happy. Like this is I, I'm telling you, Hannah and I have been listening for like three days now. Hannah's been listening to Havana, but also we've been listening to this and you and dad are going to be very happily surprised by something you haven't heard before. I've just this is such well, an us band. 
one of my one of my favorite things about the what we're listening to. I don't know if the if the listeners do this at all, and they might they might actually turn off the podcast at this point. Which if you do, that's fine. I, I probably would on most podcasts, just, but yeah, just download as long and rate, as you, that's if, it. Yeah, if you're still listening at this point, I you don't have to listen. Just download, subscribe, unsubscribe, then resubscribe, and then <laughs> and then if you could rate us five stars. I don't. You don't have to listen. I understand if you don't want to hear our bullshit, yeah. but. <laughs> I love that when I have when I have work afterward, a lot of times when we record and I, when I work, I have a lot of time to listen to music and I just get piled on with new crap to listen to. Yeah. And Blake Mills. And then, well, I'll start out my day listening to Havana. And then I'll throw on some Blake Mills. I, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Blake to Mills might throw out some feels that work. you might not be ready for at work. So he probably you'll probably be OK. But like, that's just for be the aware. car ride home. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. But that's going to wrap up this week. That First off, I want to go ahead and say thanks, Hannah, for yes. jumping on. Yes. Oh, thank I, you. I had so much fun. I hope the listeners enjoyed this. I had so much fun this week. This was a fun, yes. fun episode. Yes. It's fun. I'm excited and to uh, not be just the voice in the front. Yeah. Who are we going to get to do the beginning? Are we going to have dad record the beginning? Oh, <laughs> that would be would, awesome. That would actually be comical to have dad do the beginning. <laughs> Oh please! But thank you so Which, much, Hannah. Shall, this we is, do, we do. Last second, we do sub. miss you, pops. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we do miss you, pops. We're not trying to say we're, we're happy you're gone, but Absolutely. the last second sub turned into a damn good. But one. we've got a solid fourth Damn. man off the bench right here, so thank you. <laughs> and let's get into if if you can, please. We're gonna put the poll question up: Is chicken fingers a a kids' food? On our website. And Although I don't think there's a question a whole, now, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if anyone has a, has a response. I'm actually going to add just, a second question. I'm going to yes, say, it is. is it is it kids' food? And then also, do you care? Because there needs to be a question that we <laughs> might go back and forth on. Because that one's solid. <laughs> because and if you have a hole to poke in Hannah's argument, please oh, find God. it and and alert us because I don't think there is one. Yeah, let me uh, know. You can find and we're going to have all our show notes on jpppod.com or justpresspodcom yep. and you can hit us up on twitter please or our twitter is at jpppodcast and our facebook's just press play pod and let us know if by, please with all by all means poke the hole in hannah's argument because me and lj couldn't and we made for bad podcasting where yeah. we just had to agree for five minutes yeah prove that you're <laughs> and, a better uh, podcast host than either of us which may not be that hard. So. <laughs> and and stay tuned on the, as you're hearing this, you're probably thinking, man, I don't have any basketball to watch tonight. Those game sevens were great. Thursday night, Thursday morning, what me and Pops will have a have a little breakdown of what we got from the games and what we what we've seen coming forward into the finals. And y'all got I don't know if y'all have anything else. I'm about to go head up to a food truck because food trucks are just better than restaurants, as my we man. mentioned. Yeah, so, well, my man. Enjoy. Yeah, for this week, for me, Kev, L, Hannah, peace. Peace out. Peace out. Well, I also thought about um, jumping off of the favorite um, animated shows. Yeah. Um, that you had listed in the rundown. You can also do like children's movies that were like unusually dark or accidentally dark. Yeah. True. That's yeah, so she's got some stuff we can talk about. Maybe she'll blow her mind. We'll see. She did a lot.